whatsoever. Okay. It's just spinning. I can't see your face. Well, we're live anyway. Well, it works out better because I don't want to see your fucking face, Richard. You fucking miss me. Can you see my face? That's what matters. Oh, I can see that beautiful bear face. I fucking, I'm sorry, but I'm like having a moment. I look fucking fantastic right now. God, I want to screenshot. So I'm going to fucking take clips of this and put on my fucking scrub grinder. <laughs> so anyway, welcome back, Richard. I am so glad that we're going to do late night cruising from, uh, even though we're not in the same place. And when the apocalypse is done, maybe when you fly to Orlando or Fort Lauderdale, if I'm there by then, we can do it live monthly when you can fly there with your trips, you know, because you're a real job. But, yes. Um, yes. But I still, I think this is a good start because as I've spoken to so many of our fans, uh, a lot of them said like they miss us because people like hearing how you and me have a very raw opinion. And we talk about all the shit that everyone else is too fucking snooty and embarrassed to talk about. Would you agree, Richard? I totally agree. And I feel like it's much needed. Um, I feel like I look online and I don't see the podcast that's doing the things that we do or talk, discuss the things we talk about in the manner that we talk about. Because people do cover the topic, but it's very campy and more as humorous as kind of a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing and we're more direct matter of fact and to the point so we are we are also disgustingly raw <laughs> we say flat the fuck out and listen we all know this i am horrible with gay men i will i trash my own people non-stop because gay men are fucking god i always say it's fucking hard being a homo let me tell you it's not but, that um, hard the only thing is hard is dicks that's it no, I, I love having sex with gay men. It's just gay men as themselves are such annoying creatures, which we're going to talk about with some of the topics that we have to talk about today with how I, other than having sex with homosexual men, I hate them. I really wish there's a way that I could see your face. I Because I feel like... Are you, cha- like are, you, are you changing the... Did you... Okay, you know what? Did you join it? Let me see if I can... Let me, because I invited you, right? No, I, I put in a request. I put in a request to join. I requested to join and you approved me. Oh, God. Let's see. Um, fuck. Should I, should, should we take a five second pause? Should I hang up and wait for a request from you? Well, maybe, hang on. Let me close you out for a second, okay? One moment. All right, do it. See if you can rejoin Ryan. Can you see me now? No. Um, I know what though. We're just gonna have to. We're gonna have to just go with it. Uh, did you go to um? Can you go to the um IG page? Can you? Are you right now? I'm under. I'm under my own Facebook page. Facebook or no? You should be on Instagram. I mean, Instagram. Instagram. No, you have to go to. You have to go to Late Night Cruising and then join. No, that's what I did. No, but I have to be in Late Night Cruising's account. I just put... I'm under my account. I just went to Late Night Cruising. And joined. Yeah, but to, do I need to go under Late Night Cruising's account? I think you have to... I think you have to go and, like, 
go into your account and then click on the live feed and then join. Well, that's what I did. That's what you did? Yeah, I, I clicked to join and I even requested it and you approved it. I just can't see your face. Your face is just is circling. Um, are you on Wi-Fi? I am. I, my Wi-Fi is... Maybe, maybe go on Wi-Fi and see what that helps. Well, you can, so you can see me in here, man. I just can't see you. Right. I just went on Wi-Fi to see if that helped. Let's go with it. Let's, let's see what happens. I'm just going to have to be talking, not seeing your precious little face. And I'm just going to listen for if you're trying to talk because I can't see your mouth when I interrupt you. All right. So, Richard, first things first, let's go into, I want to talk about uh, the whole aspect of cruising during the apocalypse. Uh, well, for me, I didn't do much cruising right right away, but towards the end of summer. Like, I had little bouts. Like, I, I went back and forth. Um, what the hell? I mean... Your Wi-Fi is always a little shitty, though, Ricardo. That's what happens when you have Boost Mobile as your carrier. Fuck out of here. I won't fucking... I'm, t I'm about to be T-Mobile in a um, couple months from now. But that's another story. So, uh, we were talking about cruising. We were talking about the uh, the pandemic and how it affected our cruising. I started going to the parks um, up in Harlem, up in the Heights, Washington Heights, and in the infamous Rambles this summer. Um... That was that was amazing. I talked about that. I talked um, on my oh, holiday special. When you did the podcast without me. Yes, and it wasn't the same. Let me tell you, it was not the same. It felt very. I mean, it felt a little part of me was missing. I was. I must admit, a little part of Brian was missing from the group, and it felt. I felt like it was one of my worst rough draft podcast postings that I ever done, and well, it. You know what, girl? Now that I'm now we're back, to, we found a way to do it from afar. It's gonna be good. But what I want to do is I want to interrupt you, everyone's favorite. What I want to talk about. Turn the volume up on your phone for me. What'd you say? Make sure the volume up is all the way up on your phone for me. All right. Um, the first thing is is with cruising. I, I always like to say this because I understand that it's a pandemic, and you know, being from New York, uh, like New York City is they are the biggest witch hunters out there. When I say witch hunters, I mean in terms of, like, you do anything that's, like, out of, like, pandemic protocol and, like, you are the cause of COVID and coronavirus. Like, for example, like, there are so many people who, like, chastised and judged, for example, as we're talking about this. Like, you know, all the people who, who get caught doing these parties during lockdown and these raves and gangbangs. And my thing is, I'm not justifying that at all. I'm not saying it's... I, this is my thing. Like I always say, it's been almost a year that we've been living in coronavirus and this pandemic. And the thing is, I'm going to say this too, we all are still trying to find a way to be safe but be people. So am I saying that as gay men we should be trying to make a gangbang happen? Absolutely not. Because of course, that's how fucking you're going to get coronavirus. So what I'm trying to say is when we're talking about cruising this, not only this episode, but as going forward, and I think we should always do this disclaimer, we're talking about safe ways, but not only safe ways, but ways that we have to live. Like I said, like, listen, like, you know what? I'm going to say it. I don't care how beautiful you are or if you get men. Yeah, this is not the time to meet a different guy every night to have sex with because that's how you're going to get COVID. What I'm talking about is I'm going to say it. 
like someone like like you going to the Rambles after months and months of not playing. I'm trying to think if, if we're gonna keep on getting kicked off of Instagram because we're on FaceTime, should we just do something like? Is there a way to screen grab it? I was just gonna I was gonna just um, record us having this conversation on FaceTime. I think that's better. Um, I've been screen grabbing and recording it. So I can go and edit and take out the parts where we got lost connection, but we still should have the video. Let me double check. Yeah, let's do because I because if we're getting kicked off every five minutes on Instagram Live, both of us talking. I'm not sure. I've seen people I feel like do things where they're live with each other. It's been I don't know. I don't know technology. But okay, so uh, I was thinking because you sound so much better on your FaceTime. I'm thinking should we pause this? Uh. Instagram won't let us be great. We need to tell we need to tell all of our listeners again to remind them, um, especially since you're listening, the majority. If you want to see our beautiful faces, you can find me, the star, Brian, <laughs> Thick Bear, everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, uh, OnlyFans, Just for Fans. So go see my foreskin and my uncut dick all over, and follow me on OnlyFans. And then Richard, you can find if you're looking for a bottom explosion, you can go on Rick <laughs> easily. No, go on late night cruising and I know same, same same handle late night cruising Twitter, Instagram, Facebook group, um, and then I'm gonna advertise the new product line, Tops of Verse, the T-shirt that I made. It's 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 wicky. It's like wick material. It's like very stretchy, athletic. Like it has like it's. A great workout shirt, quick dry. So, um, and then me and Brian will be collaborating on a new bear line on Tops of Earth's website. That's T O P S U B V E R S dot com. Um, we're going to have some promotion for our listeners coming up. So be on the lookout for that. So you'll be giving discounts on savings from hats to accessories to neck gathers to sweatshirts. We'll have you all fitted down. We'll have you all fagged down for the whole summer. <laughs> We're going to make fucking nut warmers. It's going to be fucking wild. We're going to fucking get weird. But, um, Rick, so let's pick up. So when we were talking before this, what I was saying to our listeners um, was that, again, talking about cruising during the apocalypse, that way we're not chastised. You know, to this big fucking politically correct world. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's, it's how you do it. Because nobody was demonizing people going cruising in the rambles, in the parks and whatnot, because people were in face masks, people were in open air, and they wasn't just socially gathering, taking their mask off. When we say, well, people were being demonized, especially the whole gaze over COVID, which is the Instagram page that um, was outing people for their, um, for their lack of coverage, um, that, that you just literally saw everyone huddled together, not social distancing, not wearing face masks. And like, yes, you're outdoors, but like, and you may or may not be in the city that, that has it, a bad case of it, but you're going to bring that, whether you're asymptomatic or not, back to the, your home state, which is, pro- in the, which if you're from the United States, is crazy. Like, it's already well, that, over 40. That's, that's what I'm saying. Though. Like, like, for example, like, with us talking about this, because I can only tell we're always going to have one or two people who are going to, you know, still be like, that's so wrong. But like, uh, what is it, Porta Vallarta? Porta Vallarta. 
Porto Vallarta. Porto Vallarta. Yes, the double the double L's is always pronounced as a Y. That's the only. Let's. Yes, it, I, yes, if they wear a mask. How do you how do you wear a mask in your blowjob? Well, the person to... like whoever's blowing, whoever's getting blown should have their mask on. Whoever is not, you can you can put it over your nose. You don't need your nose to suck dick. I'm sorry. No matter what I did, I will say that living in that heavy gay city, other 
men who live in gay cities kind of in a way don't judge they're like all right yeah that guy told me that he's hard naked jerking off on his knees at the door locked and he wants like my dick but i'm not into him whatever here in florida when i say in florida in the world other places america gym like stare me down thinking that i would be embarrassed and bitch i almost had a fucking street fight at the la fitness i'm gonna say call it right out the gay gym in orlando these two faggots, I don't know who they were, but I know I think I've seen one of them. And maybe I did. But they kept on like, looking at me. And I'm like, bitch, I am proud of every pig decision I do. From doing bear porn, monster cub porn. I'm coming out with my video soon. Shout out. Uh, my Twitter, my OnlyFans, my Just Friends. And also, I was proud to be a slut. And when I say slut, I mean that in the most juvenile, beautiful way. I am proud that, yes, when I'm horny... I go on Scruffer Grinder, knowing it's a pandemic, being like, I'm safe. I've been COVID tested. You know, like, like, forget about the COVID things. Like, I'm proud to say, hey, do you want to come over and watch me shoot my load? Bitch, no one's going to embarrass me. But the point is that our society has changed. And we've talked about this throughout the years of us doing this podcast. I will say the change is gradual. Pandemic. I will say the change is gradual. I, feel, I don't feel like it's going to be a switch overnight. Because you still have that mindset and mentality that's going to take a while to realize that life is too short. You know, you're not guaranteed to have this bar or that bar stay open and just be there in case you want to go, in case you want to patronize it. Because as we can tell, we've seen a lot of bar, gay bars shut down through this. Um, yeah, but speaking of which, I actually got vaccinated last Wednesday. So that was a nice, quick process. Um, because as a flight attendant, I'm a central worker, so I was able to, you know, get... I'm counting the days, because Richard, I actually am too. I'm a fantasy builder. Um, I, I, everyone knows my other job where, um, people, uh, pay me for my time. Some people in a trashy way call it escorting press, but I call it fantasy building. That is an essential job. I feel that I deserve to get a vaccine as well. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. If any government official is listening, I, as a fantasy builder, feel that I passed for a vaccine. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready when you are. Just, just put it out there. Continue, continue, please. So, um, I, my, that, my, at, February third is my next checkup for the second shot. They said that you still should wait like two weeks for it to fully be considered less of a risk to get COVID. Yeah. Not guaranteed, because, you know, there's still a small percentage that you can still get COVID after being vaccinated, but the odds of it is much greater, like, much less. Um, wasn't bad. It's second day, It it I felt the pain where it was. I didn't feel the needle going in, um, which, you know, that's the first. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it wasn't a bad process. I still, like I said, I, we talked, like we talked offline, how I, in essence, been going through a depression. I still haven't had sex. I'm not really in the mood or the mindset for sex because New York is not the same of what it is, and I'm just not excited to go out and do anything. Well, and I think that I ties into me going for sex. Like I, it's winter, it's cold, so it's like. Me going cruising in the park isn't an option, so it's like that's. But that's what I'm saying. I feel that cruising is why gay men, in a way, we're rebooting ourselves as cruising. The thing is, like right now, for example, like even here in Florida, the cruising that happens outdoors, it's colder. But the thing is, the whole point of cruising was, and this is what I think our society's been ruined. Forget about how the gay community has become the most not only judgmental, which they've always been, but judgmental, prude, 
anti-sex. The gay community has been very, like the cock, which I miss every single day of my well, life. Well, they, go but ahead. Now, we, we forget this though. Back in the day, the originality of cruising, cruising's about met the excitement of the hunt. Men seeing each other, Connecting. showing each other their, their dicks in public. Well, we take... Now it's about sex and fucking. Where the thing is right now, this works bringing us back a little bit with cruising, that the little cruising that we're starting to do again during the apocalypse, it's more blowjobs, it's more hand jobs. More, but the thing is, again, for like someone like myself who's not played other than with myself on film, is amazing. Like I, what I would do right now to get a blowjob, because guess what? Even during COVID, what we're gonna find like one or two cruising things in a month. So the thing is, that's what I'm trying to say is that it's exciting. I feel gay men again because gay men are starting to actually get to the point where half the men on Grinder and Scruff are also saying like, "Oh no, I can't meet because of COVID." Where men are starting to be like, "You know what? I think that sex store has a glory hole." I again, this is where I'm trying to say it, we're, we're that speaking. that ties into the um the whole um. That, that new art that article that happened in 2020 about um the new oh, the, I don't know if it's New York per se but like uh health advocates uh advocating for glory hole sex and saying how you know that's the safest way to like prevent spreading covid because you know you know the the barrier you know the the um like the you know they, 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 the, like the, droplets and you know for your nose and mouth is less likely to happen yeah. But also to think of this, like I said, like it's about having respect for COVID and that, like, you know, yes, many people have died. Like, you know, when you look at in hindsight, like so many people are dying, like they're in a way they're like, what? You people can't, when I say you people, everyone can't, because, you know, straight men and women, there's been many uh, articles of the swinger and Tinder parties that, because even straight people, they have sex, just not as much as we do, but like they're dying too, because they're like, you know, I know this is serious, but we're going on almost a year now of where, you know, I, I can't go out at night and, like, you know, meet someone or, or touch. That's a big thing, too. It's about touch, which, again, so we're all finding different ways, but things I've noticed... You, you touched on the subject right there. Um, that reminds me of the AIDS epidemic and how kink and fetish was introduced because of the AIDS epidemic and couldn't have sex. So I felt like this is almost like the outside of the gay community, the world getting into, like... The fetish oh, and the kink and phone sex and other um, other ways of, you know, interacting and engaging with each other. And then realizing, too, how much important touch and intimacy is to people. Like, we, also, we, we took it for granted that I can see you, I can give you a hug, I can give you a kiss. Ah, sorry. But I also think, though, it's not only that, it's also, like you were saying, we were saying before, it's also making us be a little bit more adventurous of finding things like for example finding uh, mutual masturbation hot finding blowjobs hot again you know i think for a little while in the gay community it was like bottom top fucking that shit but now well, that's are, that's still present that's still um evident it is, it's but, how they do it now it's, 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 it's less it's, it's less like, technology because of the fact that you don't want to host somebody in the house giving out personal information having that long discussion, and then, too, not having that option if they flake. So when you go out and cruise, you realize, oh, shit, this is instant gratification. I don't have to go. I, I can bust a nut in less time than I would to go online looking for sex. Exactly. And some of that, but also it's about the judgings. Like, we talked about how, I, I said, listen, I, I'm giving Orlando Florida this. 
this is it's me. I'm the common denominator. I'm bad with men, but men everywhere. There are so many men who like literally you'll sit there, dick pics, talk to them, and like one small thing will get them pissed off. And I'm one of them. Like the second I see the stop in communication, for example, I get I, I get furious and I turn into a fucking psycho. And I'm like, bro, go kill yourself and the gas line your house. And they're like, oh, well, now I'm really turned off. I'm not into you. I'm, uh, you know, block. Joking. Oh, my God. But anyway, no, really. Where when you're cruising, we don't have the time for those annoying gay men eras. It's like, woof, you're hot. It's the way that, I'm sorry, but it used to be. You're hot. I'm I, You're hot. I'm hot to you. Let's go for it. No, like, bottom, top. Like, for example, I'm going to say I had a wonderful scruff experience the other night, and this is why it's good to talk about this. And we were talking about this, about the podcast today. He's this big, dumb, top daddy, whatever. Beautiful, beautiful. Comes to my house. You know, we go through the whole COVID safety thing, like da-da-da-da. And um, the point of the story is, so this man's a top, so right away, I didn't know what I've been changing. I've been been turning scruff and grinder more into, like, real-life cruising in a way. He walked in. I are you there, Richard? Oh, there we go. He walked in. We did completely opposite of what our profiles had made us out to be. He saw my uncut dick. He literally was like, "I want to swim in your foreskin." And I'm like, "I'm obsessed with that." I said that. He didn't say that. He. But the point is, so this man was a top. Came over and literally not only blew me, but like we just did. We went a whole different path, and it was like it's like touching and nipple play and blowjobs and and ass play and the thing is that if we would have met in the wilderness i call it of cruising now for example he was nice but in another world we could have not been a match because i was like oh, i don't want to fuck tonight if i saw him in a park he was attracted to me i'm attracted to him the second i pull my dick out some horror i do that he sees my foreskin we would have played just like in my apartment where so many men are not like that it's that whole oh i'm more looking at top Bitch, if you saw me in the Rambles and I'm your type, we'd be playing. Do you see what I'm saying? That's why I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying, Rick Easley, you're 100% correct. In the cruising setting, it's like Grinder Scruff has become this over-acknowledgement of a hundred-question thing before I give you my address. And it's like, again, I'm not saying let Michael Myers come to your house, like, you know, after saying, nice dick. But at the same time, like us as gay men, this is where the prudeness, the gay men being non-sexual. It's like sometimes these men, I feel that they're just really on there because they're bored and they want to waste your time. Well, that and they're lonely. Like, it's like there's a lot of people who don't, who are still like, we take it for granted that people, given the opportunity, would take the advantage of having sex. And yes. it's a psychological to for some people to even accept that. Like, I want to have sex with you. I'm not, they still need that time to process that this has actually happened because for a long time they just assumed that they would never have sex with this person or that person. So I get that. I feel like, I feel like this experience, this experience has forced them to um, really like evaluate taking chance, like not just, not taking life for granted, not taking for granted that this will always be here, that will always be here. Well, that's what they mean by how the pandemic, The pan, many people are flourishing in this pandemic and many people are obviously depressed. But the things with sex, sex is one of the things I think is helping and that's that whole 1920s uh, reboot they're saying is going to happen in the world. But sex is something that 
because we've been deprived it, I feel that people are going to enjoy sex more after the pandemic because the thing is, again, like you said, they're not taking it for granted. The year's gone by, but also is, it's the point, like, okay, example, here in Florida, we are obviously 100% capacity open again, right? People are not going out. I always say this because the thing is, like, a lot of people, like how in New York, everyone says New York's fake. Uh, I was there. I saw, you know, same, like, you know, the horrible things happening. The same thing in Florida. In Florida, I think we're all having a gangbang. Girl, when you go to the bars, when you go to the clubs, the, everything is half capacity because people aren't going out. And when I'm saying this, this is back to the whole uh, app thing. For example, Rick, I am so horny sometimes. It's a Friday night. I'm like, oh, my God. There's two bars that are a little bit cruisy here in Florida. Um, Let me go. There was a Hank and something else. Yes. Hank's is basically the cop here in Florida. But again, and there are eagles or something or. No, there's no eagle in Orlando. There's one in Fort Lauderdale. But we'll talk about that. But the, th the point is, I stop myself, and many gay men stop themselves, because you have a guilt about, should I go to a bar right now during a pandemic to have sex? Because the thing is, again, even though they're not that packed, what if they are? And I'm going to say, like, if I went to, let's like, say I went to Hank's, and I see, like, 100 guys there, I'm going to walk out, because I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm not going to take the risk. But the thing is, but then going on Grinder Scruff, it's like, all right, again, I'm really horny. Talking to one guy and being like, all right, like, you know, I don't feel, I don't have COVID, I just got tests. Oh, you have any, why don't you come over? You know, but the thing is, this is where our society, what I'm trying to say is, I feel like that other places, I forget how taking for granted, for example, living in a gay city is. No, living in New York City is. Because that's why I, that's why I tell you that Living from growing up in Indiana, I would never ever live outside of New York City unless it's another gay city like San Francisco or LA or San Diego. Because well, or for San Diego, will I'll say Wilton Manors, all these places. It's not just the point that they're more gay men, but it's the point of that we forget what the rest of the world is like. These places also is that gay men are more like us. Like for example, I'm very more impatient of like. Oh, I want to do this. Like, let's meet. We're here, for example, in Orlando, which I will always bash because I hate the gay community that lives here in Orlando. Um, when I say hate, they're just a very just weird group of men. It's, it's, pictures, the, like, it's, it's America. It, it, I, feel, I call it, it America. It's the America city. Like, I, I feel like in the South. Like, there's a few gay men here that are okay, but things are true. Let's say call it America, you know, U.S. cities. The thing is, the men here. Like, they really, they are getting excitement out of just talking to you. So to them, the climax is just talking dirty on the, on Scruff. Like, oh yeah, I want you to suck my dick. Oh yeah, I want to suck your dick. Uh, to them, just having this conversation with another person is enough for them. Because I've messaged many men, for example, here in USA.GayCity. Like, what, what did you call it again? Say it again. I said America's, America's uh, uh, straight town. Like, it's America's gay town. Yeah. Like, it's the rest America's of the... Because I've do, I'm a flight attendant, I fly to other cities, I know how, like, limited, restricted, and different it is. Like, even, like, how profile handles are. Like, it's... Yeah. You hear, you see my handle. It's straight to the point. A lot of them are very vague and it's not the same. And so, like, yeah. culturally, I understand that. But I think me not living in New York growing up made me appreciate New York City. And it's like, that mentality is why I will either live in Jersey or upstate New York. 
But I would well, never live that far of New York. I can't get back to it. What I miss about New York, and when I say miss, is that living in a gay city in general, and this is where you know it always comes back to the rest of the world. It doesn't matter pandemic or not. Living in a gay, what was that? I'm, I'm sorry. Um, living in a gay city. If you don't like, I was just—I didn't have dicks raining on me in New York City. I always says I always say it's me. Some I clearly do not know how to talk to men. But what I miss about living in that gay city is when I was like, I'm at my wit's end on grinder scruff, like all these, no one's fucking answering. Like I must be the fucking ugliest fucking fag in the world. Jesus Christ. There's a sex party somewhere. There's a glory hole somewhere. There's, uh, you know, when I say sex party and glory, I always want to say is, it's men who are sex positive. That's what I'm trying to, we've always said this. It's not that the, I hate, there's nothing wrong with not being sex positive or not being sexual. But change your fucking grinder and scruff to take the right now the fuck off. I hope you're all hearing this. If you are not down, if you listen, thick thighs don't make your dick rise. <laughs> don't fucking stay right now. And also, the thing is, in the rest of America, and I, I, cause I travel a little bit too, Ricardo. I know, I'm not saying you're not, but I know I'm that not, you I'm grew up in New York. That are not gay cities. My thing is, I've always said this. When you talk to people, I get this happens a lot. These men, because when I go from zero to psycho in five seconds, when I'm like, "What the fuck, bro? Am I that fucking ugly?" No, man, I actually think you're very attractive. I'm so sorry. If you thought I was very attractive, then why did I message you like a psycho twenty five times and you never message me back? Like, this is my thing. Even if I can't meet you, or if I can't play right now, if I'm not looking, I'm not horny. The pandemic. I don't want to touch anyone. If an attract like the man last night, when an attractive man hits me up, I just want to let you know I think you're beautiful. Can I talk to you in ten minutes? An interest, something. Gay men are just, but the pandemic. I well, think I, that's men in general. Men speaking actions. It, I, I I said this a lot. If you wanna if you wanna scare a man away, or you wanna like my hand start, in the air. start to have a start strike a conversation with him. If he's not, if he's somebody who approaches you without saying anything, how you stop it is by speaking. But if you don't, if you, if it's nonverbal, nothing stated or nothing said, men are more receptive to it. And all, and I realize that men don't, men don't believe, uh, believe you're attracted to them unless you have sex with them. If you don't want to have sex with them. They're not going to believe anything you say that they're attractive or anything like that. You have to want to desire them to have sex with them. Whether you go through it or not, well, I feel like some, you have to go through it for them to really believe that you're attracted to them. If you don't the have fuck, to, I, you, you, how do you get to that point? Because my thing is, I think me living in uh, the rest of the world, not a gay city, which made me realize it's like, oh my God, how the fuck do you guys ever get off? Because like, I swear to God, like meeting up with you, one of you... The thing is, they don't have as much sex as we do in New York. No, but I disagree, though, because I feel, and I've learned this, again, back to our cruising, which is, there's so much talk about with this topic, but I feel that cruising actually does happen more in other places in the country and world than the gay cities in the country world. Because I disagree. For example, let me tell you why. I can only speak from here, from here in Florida. The cruising spots here are well-oiled machines and pumping. And I was like, oh, my God. Even though, again, it's not as many guys. Because the thing is, and this is what I've learned from the few friends I have made here. They're like, girl, 
I go cruising when it wasn't the pandemic. They're like, because the thing is in Florida, scruff and grinder is like shooting yourself in the dick. It makes no sense. So the thing is, men are at this point where it's like, is there anywhere where there's other men who are looking, like the parks, any man who's in those parks cruising, Florida, and again, I guess the rest of the country, I can't speak, but I can only speak Florida, they have these cruisy parks, the similar like in the Rambles, but gay areas where you're walking around. That's what I'm trying to say by, by men who are sex positive. Every single man who's there is looking to play, look past, like for example, I'm going to say, I'm not calling myself ugly, but I'm saying it. There are many men out there who have played with me, for example, and it's not that they think I'm beautiful, it's not that they think I'm ugly. I'm not their cup of tea, but in a sexual setting, a mouth's a mouth. Like myself, I've many times been at, I can say now because I'm not there, been at very sexual places in New York City that happen to be bars where I've had moments where I'm making out with a beautiful man that I'm attracted to, my nipples being played with, I look down to my throbbing dick and someone's licking it, and I look down and the person who's licking it, I am not attracted to, but I'm a sexual positive person. In my eyes, I'm like, it's your lucky day. Gobble up, pig. Gobble up. <laughs> now, if this man hit me up on Grindr or Scruff, would I let him over my house? Absolutely not. And, but I would tell them, I'd be like, oh yeah, man, I remember that party, but that's, that's different. That's, that's giving back to community. That's community sex. But no, but what I mean by that, in a cruising setting, now let's say I saw that exact same man at one of the, let's say, again, China, New York people. If I saw that man at the Rambles, would I pull my dick away? Again, I'm sex positive. Well, I'm out to mouth. Where when I'm looking on a menu, I'm not going to necessarily pick that out. Right. So with the point, I feel that in other It's places, like if it's cold and there's a coat, I'll put the coat on. Yeah, I, I feel like there's more cruising in other places because gay because gay men know that the majority of their community are not very sex positive, not very sexual. So they're like, I feel that like, for example, like places like you know, I think that's why I think that's why Squirt so I think that's why Squirt dot org is so popular because yeah. especially because they have is laptop you know you can search anywhere in the world on your computer or laptop not on your phone but on your computer or laptop and you can see. All the locations of the cruising spots and but I think though that's and we talked about this off the air before. See, Squirt to me in New York City, Squirt was kind of pointless because the cruising areas in Squirt. I'm again, I I say pointless because I already knew about them, but people don't really. I mean, not they they actually actually it's for the people who are I I will say quote unquote not in the gay community, not in the gay scene. They use it a lot because they don't know, and so that's why that's why late night cruising website was the go-to place because yeah. it had all these other places and parties. It's like, okay, I've heard about this. I knew about this, but when I searched for this, I discovered this other place. So, yeah. But like, like, like what I'm saying, like, in New York City, there's no, there's not, like, like as many, like, oh, go walk on, like, you know, go walk around the Rambles. Like, the Rambles were a thing of the 70s when we didn't have gay parties and gay sex parties. You know, the thing is, New York doesn't have as many, because the thing is, also, New York has so many, because we do have such a heavy population of gay men that, for example, before the apocalypse, when you went to the Rambles, there'd be days if you got lucky, you go there and you said two guys cruising. Like, you know, before it wasn't I like forget, before I forget, I gotta shout out um, Chris Hawk from GBU because his um, gay meetups exploded the scene, the cruising scene in the Rambles. Like, that meetup afterwards, like people said, literally said every time there was a nice day, Cruising was crazy in the Rambles, and it was it it was pig tactical. When I went, it was like over a hundred guys. 
But that's what we're talking about with the whole where the apocalypse is helping a sexual revolution. Because things I'm guaranteeing you, there were so many men at those rambles who were men who were like, men who were like, ew, the cock, that's so nasty. Like, oh my God, I'd never go there. Where now these men are becoming open. It's not about being a pig. You don't have to be a pig to be sexual, but being like, you know what? I haven't had sex since March. There's a bunch of homosexuals meeting in the woods. Maybe I'll just jerk off. Let you know, we're now, but again, when this is back to normal, these men now might be like, it's okay to say that I'm horny or, you know, it's, it's a very judgmental society. But I feel that, that that's what this pandemic is doing is it's making men start to get sexually excited and opening their eyes up to cruising again, but also is opening them up to being sex positive and being like, it's like, you know, right now, a man who would judge perhaps going to a party at like the Eagle, the cock, Hanks here in Florida, in Orlando. Now they're starting to think about the cock, Eagle, Hanks, you know. Especially uh, if they'd never uh, been uh, before. Yeah, Rawhide. Um, I mean, here, I'm not going to lie, I'm really not trying to stay in Orlando because I, I haven't really applied or tried, but the gay bars here, you know, it doesn't matter. Even though they're open, they're making half the money they used to make. So who the fuck am I to walk in there and be like, Hi, I'm Brian from New York. I'm a big pig. I worked at the cock. Like, are you looking? Is there any bartending spots? They're like, uh, actually, no, we're all making half the money. But the point about those places, the few times I do go there, Hanks is my favorite, hands down. I shout out Hanks to Orlando. Because the thing is, this is what makes me so sad and my heart broken. There are, because a lot of men consider Orlando a gay city. And I will fight you. I will, I will street fight you in front of your mama right the fuck now. But let me tell you why. But I feel like, I feel like right there... We need to. That's another topic for another time, because that level of that level of like of what you think is a gay city versus somebody else, I think is a very good conversation we should have. Because I feel like if you've never been to New York City in the gay scene or know where to go in the gay scene, like if I went to New York on my own, I wouldn't know how huge of a gay scene it was. Yeah, and so. just to finish up, the thing was like what I mean by that, and we'll talk more about like for example, like I told you, my building. I live in the building, Uptown Play. Shout out. They told me like the way that they spoke to me was like, oh, it's a gay building. Coming from again a gay city like New York City, I thought this entire building was gonna be homosexual. I thought it was gonna fucking smell ass sex and lube in the elevator. Whenever I turn on grinder and scrub, and trust me, I blocked half the building already. I want to say there might be like twenty or thirty gay men who live in a building of three hundred apartments. But again, this is where I forget. I was spoiled and took for granted living in a gay city because to these men, they call a gay city 30 gay men in a building of 300 apartments. Just, like, I just wanted to make that last statement. That, we will talk more about it, but it's true. It's like, you know, to them, like, that's a lot of gay men. Where I'm like, oh my God, you poor, poor, poor souls. Where do you come from that 20 or 30 gay men in one building is a lot of gay men? The thing is, like, oh. but that, that, that comparison really, really humbles it. you because it's like, okay, yeah probably where they're from, that is a lot. And so to say here our stories in New York, it really doesn't register until you make that comparison like, oh shit, Brian said that Orlando's not a gay city compared to New York. Well, how big is New York's gay city in, in New York? So it gives you that kind of like, okay, I don't know how much a, a yard or a, or, or a mile is, but I do know how much a few feet away is. And I know the difference between this and 100 yards away. Like, okay, if you're saying it's more than yeah. that, that's a lot. I can quantify it in but, my head. But it's so heartbreaking, too, again, just closing up still. And this is what I meant about the whole how the majority of the world, we, we are humbled to realize that 
living in a gay city, more men are sex positive. As much as I have problems in New York, I always say it's me, you know. But here, there's so many times that there'll be a gay man in this building, for example, and this is everywhere else in the world, and I'm like, oh my God, this is so rare, you're so close, I just unlocked my door and I'm hard naked jerking off. Walk the fuck in. Because again, in New York, I'm going to say, living in Hell's Kitchen, too many times there's a homosexual, like, you're hot. You're hot. Where are you? Uh, literally 10 feet away. Here's my address. I would hear the buzz before I can even literally finish typing my address. We're here in Florida or anywhere else. There are men in this building. And it shocks me that I'm like, how are you not jumping on this? I'm not calling myself beautiful, but I'm like, it's the point of that sex positivity. It's so rare that two men who are horny at the same time are in the same area. And again, it's not that they're not attracted to me because they'll say to me, oh, it's not I that think, like, I, oh, no, you're my type. It's just, but I'm like, but the thing is, what I'm trying to say. I, 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 know, I know exactly why. <coughs> big city, small town. It's the big city with a mm. small town mentality. So it's the fact that worrying about who else is going to know that I've done this? How yes. is everybody able to find out? Is everybody going to find... Like, it's that, it's that... And that's the thing what made me move out of Indianapolis because it was a big city but a small town. Square, square footage miles, Indianapolis is huge. Like, it's fucking massive. But you can cross... But it's such an open area city that you can cross town in, like, less than 20, 30 minutes because it's such a... But it's... But mass-wise, it's huge. But, like, population is, like, maybe a million. But at the same time, like, six degrees of separation is real. Like, it's, like, everybody, one way or another, may know somebody eventually. Well, that's that's why, again, we'll talk, I wrote it already. Like, that's why they, for example, they always call Orlando Horlando. It's not about just, it's, they call it Horlando because everyone knows everybody. So they're also terrified of being a slut, for example, because they're scared that I'm going to tell the whole town. Because it's true, like I said about the gym before, I do, I see the same man on Grinder and Scruff at every time, because it's, it's a small world. But the thing is, in Orlando, this is, Florida has, what is it? I, they have like triple the amount of people than New York City does. It's just they have more space. So that's what kind of kills me, is that there's the same amount of people here, like New York City and like big cities. It's just that we're spread out. But again, we'll talk more about it next time. But <laughs> because we can, I think that's something that that's what I was telling you. Like, I think our viewers and listeners like hearing that. It's like, you know, especially you and me always talking because we're from New York City. Like, but like now, like really talking about the aspect of the real everyday today life of gay men who don't live in a fucking Fort Lauderdale, who don't live in a Palm Springs, like Chicago shit. or because, New York. I, I, I call Chicago a boys town a little gay city, kind of, you know. Yeah. The thing is, like, for people who don't live in these gay cities, like, I empathize with you. And understand your blue balls. And again, that's the whole point. Like what how to make how to make a normal town anywhere in the world have cruising, sex. Because you know, the thing is I will say, you start it and they will come. Because since I just started going to the gay cruising areas, I'm, we'll talk about this next time. I've been seeing increases because again, I've been talking to men and all of a sudden, just in that one day of like there's like ten of us there. Now men remember that. And they're like, Oh shit. I remember, you know what? I'm driving by that park. Let me stop by. And okay, I, we'll I, talk about I, I've been so glad that we're back. To our listeners, we're going to find out ways to try to get it where... I, honestly, honestly, I think we'll keep it simple, keep it cute, until we can figure out a whole production where we can be in studio with each other at the same time. I feel like this dialogue right here is 
what you know, we'll figure it out. We won't make them listen to this, but we'll figure it out. Which, but till then, they can listen to us again. So while you're driving to work, get a boner thinking about these two homosexuals talking about where to get your dick sucked. So again, I am Brian Score Thick Bear. Please follow me on OnlyFans and Just for Fans. Especially those two, because the more money I make, the more cake I can eat, and my cake will be juicy. And Twitter and all that other fun stuff. And follow Rick Easley if you're looking to get your hole ripped open at <laughs> Rick Easley and And of course, late night cruising for. Or if any- you have, or if you have questions about late night cruising, you can ask. You can at me at Rick Easley NYC. Late night cruising, no G at the end. Uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, be on the lookout for some new merchandise that we can't wait to launch. Um, yeah, I think that's and it. And when, 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 what happened? Message us. Like the guys, message us your questions, opinions. Because that's the thing is that we love. Is I want to hear your opinions about cruising in your towns. But also, is, let's spread it out. So t- message me and Rick and tell us about, I don't know, fucking... Big Dick Mountain that you cruise Hell, in Cleveland. If you want to sponsor us to come to your town, she, she, uh, shoot us the email that as well. <laughs> Done. I put out. Everyone can see it on my Twitter, so it's fine. But all right, so let's hang up. Uh, so Rick, yes. uh, I'm how are we wow. We Ma, just touched the screen, gonna... and I'll talk to you later. All right. All right, bye. bye.